Play Menu there. Bring us a phone. Yo, what's good? How's it going, man? Hey, it's Will. Calm back. Hey, it's a good time. Welcome to The Catch-Up, a show for fonder hearts everywhere. I'm Noah Shore. And I'm Will R. Back for season two. Season two, baby. We were renewed. I was going to say, I can't believe that the producers renewed us. They had strong notes and we ignored them and we're still on. Yep. Um, this is a different season now. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that is what season two means. No, this is different because not only is it a new year and we have renewed vigor and some new software stuff, but um, we're in new places. I'm in Washington, D.C. And I'm in Brooklyn, New York. So this one's going to be more like House of Cards meets what's a Brooklyn show? Uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah. House of Cards meets Brooklyn Nine-Nine. That's the theme of this season. So you're going to do a lot of like turning to the camera and talking? Yeah. Also, that sounds like a horrible show. Yeah, that does sound terrible. Andy Samberg just joking around while Frank Underwood's got his hands on some guy's neck. <laughs> um... Uh, no yeah new city it's been exciting it's like overwhelming to move to a new place there's just like a lot of information to take in at once but it's fun yeah so last we talked uh on mic was you were gonna drive that u-haul down oh man yeah that was a while ago um yeah so i did drive the u-haul down but at the last minute i just like left my car like i didn't want to tow it all the way down it was a fucking nightmare man do you know that you can't take trucks on the fdr I did know that. Well, I didn't, and, and maybe I, did. I should have told you that. <laughs> yeah, and I took a truck on the FDR and got in trouble. Oh shit! Did you get a ticket? No, they were just like, I think their entire job, like people that drive U-Hauls, don't normally drive commercial vehicles. Like, I think their whole job is like telling people to get the fuck off. <laughs> also, just like a thing that I thought of during this whole process that I will never forget, which I think other people should know. Like, this is maybe a PSA. Always give U-Hauls room because people are driving something that they've never driven before and likely in a place that they've never driven it. Yeah, that's – I actually ended up in a U-Haul that same day actually with Ben moving down here. And he – I had never been in a U-Haul and he had never driven it before. And boy, were we scared. Yeah, you have no rearview mirror really. Yeah, at all. It, I mean those mirrors on the side are wide enough I guess, but – I guess, man. I would just signal and wait like 15 seconds before I took the other lane. Well, I'm glad you made it safe. How's it How's it going in wherever the hell you are? It's going well. I mean, D.C. is different. Um, it's a lot cleaner than New York. I'm not sure if that's like a, a great thing. Like, I feel like this is not a great way to feel, but I feel like I would feel guilty if I really had to pee on the street. Like, I try not to, right? But I feel like once every couple years, it's, like, it's just unavoidable. Like, I have to. Um, and, like, in New York, it's, like, all right, it's kind of grimy enough. Like, someone probably peed on the street recently. So I feel bad, but I don't feel that bad. Here, right, you're, so like, the clean fifth person. Nice. Yeah, yeah. It would be, like, nothing new for that particular patch of sidewalk. It's, like, oh, getting peed on again. But here, <laughs> I th- everything is so clean and nice. I think that I'll, I'll have to be better about, like, preempting having to pee. Preempting, as it were. <laughs> Or at least, like, leave a note after. Yeah, Sorry. yeah. Sorry I peed on you. <laughs> um, no, it's cleaner. Um, people are really nice. 
people are really into eating and drinking, which I love. So that's cool. The food's good. Politics here is like a major thing, which I guess no shouldn't be surprising. No, but like I was at a bar the other night with some coworkers on like a Tuesday after a happy hour and like President Obama's farewell address came on and like the entire bar went silent to watch it. It was like it was like a sporting event. It was crazy. But do you think that's more just because it's Obama's last speech than like any political event? Good question. I think I think it's a little bit of both. Like this was just a random dive bar. Like I don't think random dive bars in New York or Providence for that matter were like silent listening to Obama. Fair. I don't know. Everyone here works in policy, it seems like. Well, that seems like the place for you to be then. Guess so. I guess. I don't know. I don't I don't know a thing about you, to be honest. People suck at driving here. That's another thing I noticed. But you're you're on that metro flow, right? Bro, I'm on that bike flow. Oh. I bike three miles to work every day. My my thighs like can't even fit in my pants right now. <laughs> I'm dead serious. It's the only downside. I love biking. It's good for my health. It's good for my mental health. It's cool. It's sustainable. It's cheap. But like, if my thighs get any bigger, I need to get my pants altered. Oh, what a problem! Your thighs know, are getting right? muscular. Oh. I know. <laughs> Um, what's it like, uh, a new, you know, new city for you too? Not as, as drastic of a change, but what's it like living in Brooklyn? Uh, it's cold and scary and, uh, there's so many more white people than I thought. <laughs> Wait, also, I don't exactly know where you live. Where do you, what neighborhood do you live in? You want my address? Yeah, please. Uh, okay. No, it's, um, it's basically the border of Bushwick and Williamsburg. You're on the L train? Yeah, it's the Morgan L stop. Aren't you about to get screwed? Aren't they, like, taking the L train out of commission for a little bit? Not till 2019, though. Oh, who knows if you'll even be around by then. Yeah. <laughs> you mean in New York, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, good, good. Thanks. Um, no, it's it's fun. I am I still feel like I'm waking up, like, I'm staying over at somebody else's house right now, though. Yeah, yeah. I totally feel that. Especially because you're kind of in somebody else's house. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even have a key. I have to knock every time. <laughs> <laughs> You just hope someone's home. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice. It's um it's nice to like be in a city that I know really well but live in a different area of it. I do feel a lot of gentrification guilt almost every day. Yeah. And I don't know how to get there's nothing I can really do to get rid of that. I mean, it you are white, but at least you're poor. Right. And and I have this like an ambiguous skin color. So yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, you might you might uh, not just get like yelled at on the street for that. <laughs> no, but it really is like my block. I mean, my building feels like my floor is the gentrification floor. It's like these two floors of Spanish families that have been here forever, and then uh, it's us, and then these two white girls that live next to us. Yeah. So it's like, oh, we're coming in top floor and trying to, I guess, trying to work our way down. Yeah, I'm also gentrifying a neighborhood pretty hard. And I was thinking about actually doing a, a longer segment on this at some point. Um, but yeah, I mean, my neighborhood is like, I looked at like the census figures for like the percent black and minority over the past 10 years. And it's just like declining like crazy. When I when I told people that I live in this neighborhood, it's called Trinidad. Uh, well, when I told someone, so I told someone that I live in Trinidad. And then like later on in the conversation, I said that I'm from Brooklyn. And they were like, oh, that makes sense that you live in Trinidad. Because <laughs> it's like essentially <laughs> the Brooklyn of D.C. <laughs> I'm all for a gentrification longer segment, but it is going to be depressing. Yeah, it is. Um, the catch-up, white guilt edition. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> the, a little white guilt is probably good. Oh, a little white guilt will get you far. I'll tell you that. Yeah. A couple other things about D.C. So homeless people just camp out 
like everywhere. Nice. And it's like almost permanent encampments. So I actually was wondering if, because the homeless problem is so much more visible in D.C., I was wondering if there's actually more homelessness than New York or, or Providence. And it's about the same amount. It's just like, I don't know if there are less shelters or a similar amount, but like less enforcement of like people not loitering places. I don't know what you would call that. Maybe not loitering, but like setting up camp mm-hmm. or maybe just they're like distributed in more public places. Whereas in New York, it's like more under overpasses and stuff, but there'll just be like a tent in the middle of a public park with like somebody posted up there. It's like an interesting thing that I didn't expect. That's pretty weird. Are they, are they nicer than New York homeless people? I don't know. So I've been biking a lot. So you hear like you get less, you know, like nobody's going to panhandle to a guy on a bike. So I actually don't know. Right. They're not running after you. Yeah. And if they are, it's not to panhandle. It's to like slit my throat and take my organs. Um, DC sounds scary. Yeah, it does. I'm still, as much as I like DC, I'm definitely still looking for like, you know, I'm looking for the weirdos still. I don't really know. I don't know where they hang out. (laughs) Right. You've only been there a few weeks. So yeah. So if you know any edge lords, <laughs> uh, a lot of them listen to the show. So I, I oh, think I'm, I'm sure I'll find them. I heard about this bar where you just buy a squeeze bottle full of liquor and mix your own drinks, and I feel like I might <laughs> be able to find some of them there. That sounds great. It kind of sounds like my jam, but it's also like worth asking. Like, is moving to DC for a new job at almost 25 years old when I stop going to places like that? <laughs> Because I think that might be a good little catalyst. Yeah, I think the short answer is yes. All right. I'll let you know how it goes. Thanks. Anything surprising about moving to Brooklyn? Um, I mean, I'm just, my neighborhood doesn't feel like it's so industrial that it's like, I miss, not so much surprising, but I miss having a park, a nice park near me. That's not what you, that's not the question you asked me at all. So, um, that's okay. <laughs> surprising. No, not yet. I'll get back to you on that one. Got it. You got a good bodega nearby? I have so many bodegas. There's That's so, good. At almost every corner, and then there's a really good one a block away from me that makes good sandwiches. So Major key. Shout out to Elmo. <laughs> Damn, you already have a relationship with your bodega guy? That was quick work. Well, I don't know which one of them is named Elmo. Okay, got it. So The collective yet. Elmo. I'll get him on that podcast one day. Nice. All right, well, I'm glad that you're settling in. Good luck. Say hi to Elmo for me. Thanks. I'll let Elmo know. Today's episode and the following message is brought to you by a waitress. Are you still working on that, honey? All right. Welcome back to the catch-up. So on our New Year's episode, well, not our New Year's party episode, on the one before, we talked about some resolutions we wanted for the new year. So, Will, are you have you kept any? Um, couldn't tell you because I can't actually remember what I resolved. Great, that's great. But I also said that I'm not a huge fan of resolutions. Like I, like I don't want to. I think I said like I don't want to relegate bettering myself to one part of the year. So I, I typically don't have like pretty hardcore resolutions. That's right. You did say that. Um. So for idiots who do make resolutions, do you, you know, January is usually the month everyone decides to stop doing their resolutions stop and start them um yeah so i thought you know i love to help people would you say that of course would you say it though (laughs) can like can you say it yeah yeah i love to help people Uh, uh, okay thanks i did Um, it i did it literally yeah no that's that's fine it's fine i'll edit it later 
Um, so I love to help people and I have a little list here and we're going to do a little segment and I just, you know, put this on at the gym, whatever you need just to give you that extra oomph to get you there. Not in that way though. So it, without further ado, Will, could you play the music for Noah's Motivational Corner? <laughs> yep, queuing it up right now. Folks, just keep on trucking and don't look back. Yesterday's in the past and the future is yours for the taking. You have to look through the rain to see the rainbow. Shoot for the moon. Even if you miss, you'll land among the stars. Do not refresh your email for the 50th time. Don't do it. Put down that beer. Put it down. No, Noah, I'm serious. Put, put down the beer. Noah, get up. Get up. It's almost noon. Get up. Get up. What was that? Did you just click on that refresh button again? Hey, I'm talking to you. Do not turn your back on me when I'm talking to you, young man. Listen to me. I'm trying to help. <sighs> you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Graduate school is always an option. Or vocational school. Fuck it, go back to high school, I don't care, just do something. I see you going for that email again. I see you! Forget it, it's your funeral. Keep calm and carry on. Thank you, Noah. Um, some of those seemed awfully specific, um, but I'm sure that our, our listeners will appreciate that. So thanks. Thank you. Today's episode and the following message is brought to you by Haircuts for Guys. It'll grow back. Welcome back to the catch up. So, Noah, this one article that I think about a couple times a year is this article that I read in Slate in 2014. And it's an article about research into the different vocabularies that we have across genders. Um, it's super interesting. And every time I bring it up, so basically this study, this study flashed a bunch of words on a screen and to like a thousand, you know, a million words, a million people, a huge, huge data set. And you either just said that you knew what the word meant or that you don't know what the word means. And so then they can test across different things. Okay, like what are the words that white people know more than black people or women more than men? And I thought that the gender ones were the most interesting. And every time I bring this up to people, everyone's like, okay, what are the words? And then I just don't know and I like, can't find it on my phone. Or if I can, like I forget to like write down which ones I knew and didn't know. So I made this little Excel workbook and I wanted to read you the words. Um, 
So I did this for myself already. So I know what percentage of the male and female words that I know. The hypothesis being that like, you know, you will know a lot more of the male words than the female, but like, we'll see what happens. Um, okay. So I've got this, this workbook and I'm going to fill it out as we go. Um, so I'm going to tell you a word and you're going to tell me what the definition is like in a couple words or less, <laughs> a couple words or less in a couple <laughs> words. Tell me what the definition is. Um, and I'll record it if it's right. Okay. All right. I feel like I'm looking like a fool. Well, I don't know. I mean, these are, these are by definition kind of exclusive words, but like they're not, I, I think you've probably heard all of these words. Okay. All right. Um, okay. So codec. No. Got it. Solenoid. No. Golem. Yes. What is it? It's like a like a little demon guy. Yeah, close enough. It has a Jewish uh, connotation, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like a clay monster that comes out of the ground. Right. Um, Mach, M-A-C-H. Uh, yes, but probably not in the way it means. What do you think? Like Mach 5. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's like a speed. A prototype. It's a speed measure. Oh, okay. Um, Humvee. Yes. It's a type of car. Yep. Claymore. Oh, I do know it, but I do not know what that means. Is it a tool? No, nah, it's like a bomb. Oh. I'm glad um, I don't know what that one means. Then. Yeah, scimitar or scimitar. I'm not sure. Either one. I do not know. It's like a sword. Kevlar. Yeah, it's a, it's a material used in... It's a bulletproof suit. Yep. Vest. Yeah. All right. Paladin. No. What? It's like... What is, I feel like every video game has, like, paladins. It's like a warrior. I do. I recognize it, but I had no idea what it meant. Yeah. Um, Bolshevism. Like the Bolsheviks? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> uh, biped or biped. Uh, yeah. Like a... Someone who walks on two feet. Yep. Dreadnought. Yeah, type of wood? Uh, that's what I thought, too. That was ones that I didn't get. It's like a battleship. Oh. Okay, cool. All right, so let's do the women's ones real quick. Um, okay, taffeta? No. Tresses? Uh, is that... has to do with hair? Yep. Nice. Uh, bottle brush? No. It's a fucking plant. What? <laughs> I had no idea. It's not uh, a brush that goes in a bottle. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It, I kind of feel like that one's that one's shitty. <laughs> um, flouncy. <laughs> no. I guess like flouncy. Flouncy is like characterized by like exaggerated movement. I didn't know that one. <laughs> um, mascarpone. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a cooking thing. Yeah, it's like cheese. Um, decoupage. No. That's like paper art. What? Uh, progesterone. No, it sounds like a like testosterone. It is a hormone. It's this. It's like birth control is made out of progesterone because it's what a female body releases when you're pregnant. So, like, if your body thinks you're pregnant, you won't do the things that make babies. Oh. So, birth control works. Um, that was a highly scientific explanation. Yeah, yeah. That. <laughs> That's probably how everyone describes it. Yeah. Yeah. On the advertisement, it's like, do you want to make your body not do the things that make babies? <laughs> uh, wisteria. <laughs> yes, but not in the... I don't know the word. I know Wisteria Lane was in Desperate Housewives. It was where the, they lived. Noted. It is a plant. <laughs> okay. Uh, taupe. No. 
spelled like top t-a-u-p still no it's a color flouncing not flouncing <laughs> are they related they are like the is it same just thing. the verb version of it yeah, it is but you didn't know that one so i'm not giving you credit for that either peony can i have the spelling please p-e-o-n-y <laughs> no <laughs> bodice b-o-d-i-c-e no idea all right, so I totally thought that we weren't going to make a fool out of you, and I thought that we would have similar <laughs> scores, but I was wrong. Um, no, okay. That sucks because I, I love words, and I feel, feel like I know a lot of words. Yeah, I, I, thought, I think that you do have a really good vocabulary. I have the best words. <laughs> okay, so both of us did much better on the male words than the female words. Also, just a note, like... This research was done with ma- without much attention to, like, a nuanced sense of gender, right? Right. Just putting it out there. Like, this is pretty cut and dried, like, uh, male-female. Um, so, yeah, we both did a lot better on male. Um, I got 92 on male and 42 on female. You got 58 on male and 33 on female. So we did closer on female. <laughs> yeah, but I'd, you'd really beat me in that male category. So I think one of the reasons that I did so much better on the male category, so codec is like because you have two more years of experience on this earth. I have one more year. I'm only one year older than you. Oh fuck. Yeah. No, no, no. I'll tell you why. So codec is a super technical thing that I know from computer science stuff. And then I played military, a lot of military video games. Well, not really a lot, but I played like Call of Duty as a kid, and that has like Claymore, Skimitar. And mm. like one of those other things. Got it. It's, Wait, codec is C O D E C. Yeah. Oh, I do know that. Oh, all right. I mean, if, yeah, that's that's real then. I, I knew it. With I knew it. Nah. So the thing is, is because there's only twelve, you just got bumped to a sixty-seven. So like you all passed. Right. Yeah, you passed. <laughs> Great. But the the patterns here are crazy interesting. Like art and flowers on the female side, and like military stuff on the male side. It's like totally stereotypical lines. Yeah. That I'd be very curious for a female to take this yeah i did it one time with one of my friends um and she definitely killed it on the female side and not the male side nice what would be interesting is if over a bunch of trials like who just knows more in general i would i mean i can't make any guess at this point because i thought i knew more than i did so i don't know but this can be you we should tweet the link to this sure I, I could tweet the workbook link. Actually, I could host it on Google Sheets and tweet it out. No one's gonna. No one's gonna do that. I, nobody's gonna do it. Yeah. But um, nobody even knows we have a Twitter. Yeah. Um, but the good news is that we just learned a bunch of new words. Yeah, and I am so Kodak happy. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite rapper, Kodak Black. <laughs> uh. Just had to sneak in a bad pun before the end of the episode. <laughs> What's my excuse? I sneak them in throughout the whole episode. Hey. hey Ketchup. Oh, ketchup. Season two. We're actually doing this again for some reason. <laughs> We're back, baby. We're back, baby. Season two. Washington, D.C., Brooklyn, New York. Coming at you live. Pre-recorded. We got a new logo. We got a new theme. We got new leases on life. New leases on life. I gotta go. 
Okay, man. Fuck. Sorry, bro. I'm so hot. I'm I'm in this sweater. I'm so hot, but I haven't wanted to take it off and mess up the recording. I don't know why we could have just said, "Hold on a sec." <laughs> you know, I edit this later. We could have just edited. I know. Out. I know that you edit it later. Okay. All right. Well, um, have a great time. Don't be too flouncy. Okay. You too. Stop flouncing all over the place. <laughs> have a good night. Good night. The Ketchup is Will R. and Noah Shore, with executive production by Noah Shore. Our intro music is by Headlong Snipers, and our outro music is by Skirt. Thanks to our sponsor, the paperclip from Microsoft Office.